welcome to Horse Magic, a podcast on turning toward and tending to our sexual trauma in a way that is beautiful and gentle. My name is Jamila Jackson, and I work to integrate the healing power of horses, nature, and the internal family systems model to offer you hope, inspiration, and most importantly, education on a way of tending to sexual trauma that doesn't make you feel icky or sick with dread. In this podcast, I offer many levels of information, and as you listen, it's okay if you don't get it all. Trust that your body and spirit will receive what you need, and you're welcome to come back and listen to each episode as many times as you want. And welcome back to my podcast. So last episode, I talked about the children's book, Fortunately, which is about a boy who goes through a series of fortunate and unfortunate circumstances. And in this episode, I want to start with telling you a story about a fortunately and unfortunately type of conversation that happened within my own mind last month. So I was going through the week feeling pretty good, which is nice for these times. And then suddenly that started to shift and I was plunged into a deep state of emotion. I felt drowned in pain and overwhelm. I felt fear. I was having traumatic memories come up. My body felt terrible to be in. My heart was so heavy. I was experiencing really challenging emotions. And along with those feelings, I felt a part of me come forward. And this part said, you know, unfortunately, as we can see here now, you clearly are not healed. So how could you possibly be good at teaching about healing? Here you are in pain, in trauma. You can't be a good teacher or facilitator because you aren't healed yet yourself. Whew. So then, in response to this part, I felt another part of me come forward, and this part dropped some wisdom. It said, fortunately, the larger sense of the word healing is not referring to a journey toward a final fixed state of being healed. Healing is not like you're climbing up a mountain and then you finally get to the top and you just live there in a static experience of being healed. No. Healing work is referring to awakening your capacity to practice healing. It's about stepping into our identity as alchemists, those who collaborate with the forces of nature to influence change. And change is always happening, like the seasons. Life is cyclical, always changing and shifting. Wow, so that was very wise, and I honestly felt a real sense of appreciation in response to what this part of me was saying. And I also realized that we talk about cycles on different levels. We talk about astrological cycles. We talk about menstrual cycles. And we also refer to cycles of patterns that repeat in our lives, even across generations. We talk about breaking cycles. And I think that in all of these references to cycles, there's an invitation to listen to what the repeating pattern has to say. And when we're supported enough to actually face, to acknowledge, to feel, 
and to understand the pattern that either keeps showing up or is showing up for the first time, we end up experiencing a transformation. The cycle moves us through a rebirth process. It changes us. With cyclical understanding, we're asked to surrender to feeling as a way of knowing. And in doing so, we experience a process of birth, death, and rebirth over and over again while still in this body. A cycle offers the opportunity to acknowledge, release, dissolve, reorganize, regenerate, and grow. It offers a process of transformation and initiation. And I want to tell you a story to describe what I mean. My mom gave me an incredible gift. She raised me through a parenting model that supported children to feel and release their emotions. It was all about listening. And I have these vivid memories of learning at a really young age about how not only do emotions contain these cycles of dissolving and rebirth, but each death and birth process requires midwifery and support from others. For example, something scary or upsetting would happen, and I remember emotion rising up and my throat getting tense and full with a cry that felt like it was stronger than me. Honestly, the emotion was scary. Tears were like right behind my eyes, and I was holding them back, trying not to cry. And my mom would lean in, and she would create a sense of connection with me. My emotion was so strong, it felt like a wave that was going to crash over me and completely destroy me. And I would feel both fear at the immensity of the emotion, as well as shame about what was happening to my body and my sense of self as this emotion moved through me. But my mom's warm tone of voice and her gentle affirmations and her soft touch would melt the fear and the shame and the wave of emotion would crash over me and I would cry. And in that moment, I was destroyed in a sense. My sense of self really was shifting. She would keep offering me loving words and caring eyes. And she trusted the crying. She honored and respected this process because she was learning and being trained through her parenting teacher how to honor emotion. The fact that she actually felt this way helped the crying not feel shameful or too scary. She was helping me to bear my own reality. She was accompanying me through the feelings. I remember that eventually, after some time, the crying would run its course and I would start to emerge feeling fresh and new with access to a sense of lightness and positive creative thoughts. And experiencing this happening to me over and over as a young child, I began to trust the process of completing the cycle with challenging or painful emotions. Eventually, even looking forward to the wisdom and the fresh rebirth of self that would be gleaned from the process. This gift that my mom gave me initiated me into the path that I'm on now. I'm so grateful for how deeply she loves me. And yet life is so complex. As I was experiencing this amazing support with my emotions from my mom, I was also going through traumatic experiences that my mom did not know about and that didn't feel safe to talk about or to cry about. So as I grew up, my experiences with this cycle of emotional release began to shift 
because immense feelings related to the trauma that I experienced as a child began to arise within me. And these feelings were much bigger than my mom knew how to help me with. So I started to get stuck in these cycles of feelings that were unable to complete because I didn't have enough support to move through them. So I had to search for teachers and healers and guides and friends who could help midwife me through these cycles. And at times I felt very alone and I struggled through long periods of suffering, really not understanding what was moving through me or even how to make it to the other side. And the more I studied, the more my teachers initiated me into relationship with the plants, the animals, and the spirits of nature. And they were showing me how the earth was my mother, my parent, and how the earth could support me even when my human parents could not. I learned about different plants that could lessen my pain on both a physical and emotional level, that could offer me compassion on a spiritual level, that could help me release trauma. I learned about working with breath. I, I learned how to reclaim my breath. I learned to build a deep healing partnership with horses to heal my PTSD. See, we come to this earth so vulnerable. Our bodies are designed to be provided for, nourished, held, loved, listened to by our parents and our community. But if instead we are abandoned, neglected, or abused, we develop what's called an attachment wound. And we hold strong memories of not being provided for. And we learn or we internalize the belief that we aren't worthy or don't deserve to be provided for. And just like the body is designed to be cared for by other humans, it's also designed to be provided for by the earth. And I often think about the way that colonization causes deep spiritual trauma. It violently disconnects us from our relationship with the earth. And it creates an attachment wound with our creator, with God. And I'm talking about God as the mother of creation, mother beyond gender, the force that enlivens all of nature and that provides for us for free through gifts and the principle of reciprocity, offering us food, medicine, joy, breath, light, fire, water, cleansing, nourishment, and so, so, so much more. But we are born here and we have to pay for our life. We get abused by systems and institutions. We have to fight to survive. We inherit the trauma of previous generations. We don't know the plants or the animals as allies. We are being poisoned. We have to sell most of our time and energy for money. We're not supported to live in our gifts, to experience joy or feel meaning. We are exploited and enslaved. And as a tool of psychological abuse, colonization uses the name of God in defense of the violence and the harm being inflicted. This is truly fucked up. And I think about God in this situation so much because another great gift that my mom gave me was to teach me about God. She was raised Catholic. She left the Catholic church and lived as a very spiritual person. She exposed me to many different expressions of religion and spirituality. And as a kid, I remember asking her, mom, what is God? And she said, well, I believe God is energy. God is alive in everything. 
And I feel like her answer supported me to feel my own way into my relationship with God rather than her placing her idea of God inside me. And I did feel my way into a relationship with God. I've always felt a strong connection to God, to the creator. However, because of how painful and traumatic life is, I lived for many, many years very angry at God. I would have thoughts like, why does it hurt so much to live here on this earth? Why would God let such terrible things happen to me and to others and not help us get free? Why do I feel so heavy and scared so much of the time? And my suffering really fueled a consistent dedication to healing. And after years and years of healing work started to move me out from under the heaviness of my trauma, I realized that I had an attachment wound with God, and for good reason. The more I worked with nature to heal, the more I could see that I hadn't trusted that God could actually deliver me from my suffering. I had been living a faith-led life following these whispers that God was placing within me, following my intuition, And I could see that I was being guided, but things had felt too challenging for too long. And overall, I genuinely felt abandoned. I couldn't get out from under what felt like an immense burden placed on me. But slowly, as I continued to work with my teachers and my healing tools and my community to move through cycle after cycle of releasing pain and trauma, that burden is beginning to lift. And as it does, the wound between God and I is beginning to heal. I can see that God is with me and has been with me the whole time, working on something larger than I can ever possibly perceive when I'm in the periods of darkness and pain and suffering. Through my life, God is working to liberate my bloodline, to break the silence around sexual trauma, to break generational patterns of abuse and neglect. And it's working. This podcast is a part of that for me. I'm listening to these words as I say them. God is working through my life to speak directly to the parts of us listening to this that have been exiled and forgotten. And in this moment, I want to bring back the echinacea flower essence that I talked about in the previous episode. I invite you to go back and listen to episode one if you want an initiation into the wisdom of echinacea. And now I want to invite us to all receive the guidance of this plant spirit, specifically in its capacity to acknowledge reality as a pathway toward healing and liberation. The reality is that in the larger context of things, there's a reason why we're feeling so much pain right now. Unfortunately, there is and has been for a long time a very real intention to enslave and exploit us and the planet. Fortunately, the healing we are desiring is going to manifest through us, but not in the linear way most of us are taught. So for the part of me that I talked about in the beginning of the episode that believes that I'm failing to reach the end on the linear path to some static state of wellness, I call in the wisdom of echinacea. Prayer is communication with the divine, and I want to pray to the spirit of this plant. I pray for help to compassionately acknowledge these circumstances. It is scary to honestly admit how violent of a reality I was born into on this earth. I ask for help to pause, 
and access the support that I need to face the reality of where I am and where we all are right now, instead of believing I should be or need to be in a more evolved place. I call to the creator as mother. I call the earth right here with me to help me face what I'm facing right now. When my body and mind are in moments of pain and suffering, I ask that I remember to invite God in. And God can then show up for me through the plants, through the animals, through nature, through other people, through my breath. I ask to continue to be initiated into an embodied, communicative relationship with nature so that I can experience being provided for, so that I can experience seeing that help comes when I call. And in this way, I want to notice real change. I want to develop more trust each and every cycle of darkness and pain that I make it through. The wild thing is that in making this shift, in understanding healing as cyclical and earth-based rather than a linear destination, there's a breakthrough available for all of us. This is the breakthrough we've been longing for all of our lives, the change we're desiring. The breakthrough happens in the body and on the deepest levels of mind. Through being supported by nature to move through these cycles of feeling and release, we start to experience being strengthened by the power of God as the mother of creation, mother beyond gender, mother as creatrix. Something subtle becomes available to us and that attachment wound with God starts to heal. We begin to heal spiritually. In moments of suffering, there's a part of us that rather than longing for an escape from our reality, perceives where we find ourselves placed in this exact moment as a sacred assignment. Because we can actually feel that the power of God works through us. And in partnering with God, we are stepping into the power of the creative process on a level far greater than most of us are taught is possible. And in doing this, we become instruments of grace ourselves without having to always know what is happening or know exactly what to do. Because we start to trust the creative process. We know that healing is an important season in the cycle, that releasing pain and trauma is a season, formlessness is a season. And we finally begin to know, to feel in our bodies that after winter does come spring. We're not alone in this, even in the moments when it is too dark for way too long and we can't see a way out. We have faith. We have a faith that soothes us, that brings safety to our minds. And that faith comes from years of rebuilding relationships with the spirits of nature, the plant spirits, the animal spirits, the spirits of water, fire, air, and earth who can midwife us through the longest, darkest, and most painful nights. And that is what this podcast is about, deepening our communication with nature so we can access safety and step back into our power as co-creators of life. And as we continue to witness our process, we see that our own healing begins transforming oppressive systems 
begins nourishing our communities and liberating our bloodlines from enslavement and exploitation paradigms. Our healing becomes holy and a part of us is able to give thanks for our life, to give thanks for being connected to such deep levels of power and compassion. All right, well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You're always welcome to hop on my email list to learn more about my work. And you can find it through my website at embodiedleadershipproject.org. And I will leave that link for you in the show notes.